say it again. Talk to me, baby. Háblame de seguros. I'm Vera Egli. Y yo, Itzel Greenhead. Y juntas somos Talk Insurance. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Talk Insurance to Me. Zaira, thank you for being here today. So I'm so happy to see you. Thank yes. you. Likewise, thank you for giving me the chance to be here with you. And before we dive into like your insurance story, we'd love for you to share a little bit of like Zaira behind the scenes of insurance. Like, you know, how would your friend describe you? How would your uh, parent describe you? How would you act at a bar, for example? What's your favorite drink? That's what we want to know. Just a little bit about you behind the scenes. <laughs> um, well, when I'm not doing insurance, I've done insurance for 17 years. So this is most of my That's life. That's what you do. Right? <laughs> what I do. Yeah. But when I'm not doing insurance, I like to travel. I, I like spending time with my family. I visit them often. They live in Mexico, so I go as often as I can. That's basically what I do. Uh, I'm not revealing my 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 favorite drink. No problem. <laughs> but I won't say. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I'm all, I like tequila. I'm just putting it out there. Just so people. Oh, whiskey it is. Well, whiskey is so good too. Whiskey is so good too. So you have been in insurance for 17 years. Wow. I, I actually didn't know that. So, so tell us about it. I mean, how has been your journey in insurance? Uh, how, uh, how did you get into insurance actually? Well, it was all thanks to one of my cousins. She okay. was doing insurance and I was looking for a job. So she recommended me to the insurance company that she, the insurance agency that she was working for at the time. Um, so I went in for an interview and I didn't get hired because I didn't speak English. So it was, it was devastating, but at the same time, uh, they called me back and they gave me, they offered me a different position. Uh, it was scanning documents into a client management system that they used. So I did that for, for a few months. Mm -hmm. um, I would say not even six months because uh, I was determined to get into customer service. So I paid close attention to the people that were sitting around me and doing customer service. So I picked up the vocabulary necessary to be able to help customers. And as soon as that position opened, I, I asked for a chance and they switched wow. customer service. So I did that customer service for like two years before I got into sales, which it was against my will. I didn't want to do sales. Really? But, um, no, I hated it at the beginning. Um, what did you hate? It was just, it felt scary what, or you were, was it like a fear of rejection? Yes. No, what? I just love customer service so much that I didn't feel the need to switch mm -hmm. to something different. Mm -hmm. um, but I realized that sales and customer service, it's very similar. And in reality, I got to help people firsthand, face to face, which it was even better. So it was great. I, I love doing um, sales after that. I, I actually did it for like two more years. And wow. before I got the opportunity to be a manager and then eventually manage the company at that time. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I, I, I find it so amazing that you didn't speak any uh, English 
but you were like, I'm going to do this. And you kind of just eavesdropped and uh, learned your way to the to place you are now, actually. So mm-hmm. that's really, really cool. I hope everyone um, listens to that and understands that language is not a barrier to, um, you know, finding out what you're meant to be doing in life. So that's really great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I think if you if you want something, you just have to go for it. Mm-hmm. and language yeah definitely was hard I mean it's still in the process <laughs> uh, we all are <laughs> I still am like did I say that right <laughs> so it's all good so a little off topic um what makes you feel alive like what gets you going what are you like yes let's do this honestly it's my family it's it's, uh, it's all for them it's my motor you can say I I I go there to recharge basically. yeah Mm-hmm. that's really great I love to hear that because I'm really big into family too I think we all are right it's like it's yes, just like we, it really does I think saying recharge is a good way um, whenever I like connect with my mom because we're like best friends it's just nice to have that environment where you know like no matter what they've got your back mm-hmm. you know and the laughter obviously and all the eating which is really great I mean that's always fun so especially yeah. the eating yeah totally <laughs> oh, oh, definitely and my hometown is the best by the way <laughs> Where, where's your hometown tell us I'm from Mazatlán, Sinaloa. Oh, yeah. That's very nice. That's one of my mom's favorite places. We used to go there a lot as a kid. So, yeah, that's very cool. Cool. Mm -hmm. Oh, you should go. Let's go. Let's go right now. Let's Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. And um, so just like bringing it back, I mean, we know um, you're really into family. And obviously, you've been in uh, insurance for 17 years. You're obviously really busy. You're at the office now. Um, what, what is it like specifically as a, you didn't speak any English when you started and you're a female in this industry? Like, what does that feel like? What's your experience been, um, as a female in this insurance industry? Um, honestly, I think, uh, being a female in this industry is actually an advantage. Um, I, to me, it has been, um, I feel people, I feel like customers, they come in, trust you mm-hmm. better. Uh, that's my point of view. Okay, uh, I feel like they open up to you easier, and what they really need, and they really take your recommendation in, in consideration. You know, they yeah. actually listen to you. And I don't know. I just feel like it's it's really an advantage uh, all the way around. By the way, all the mm-hmm. way around. Also dealing with carriers. Um, I, I don't. I don't feel like being a woman has been a disadvantage whatsoever be honest I, I feel like it's it's for the contrary it's been it's been helpful <laughs> so tell me uh you play a, a very important role in two well-known major insurance agencies so what's the biggest misconception people in general have when it comes to managing a business that size you know that's like wow that is the agency right. so what you can what, what is a misconception something that you can, uh, you know, tell us about? I think that um, what happens backstage, it's it's um, not what people will have in mind. I think they just picture you behind a desk and, you know, like seeing everything, overlooking everything. And you do that as well, but it's a lot of work. It's because of the size of the company, it has so many different type of personalities, different opinions, and, it, and it, it's very challenging. It requires a lot of patience and understanding, and it ha- you have to really know how to manage it. 
you have your idea, right? You as a person have an idea yeah. and you want to implement procedures. You want to implement uh, different, different things within the company that you think are very helpful or will be very helpful. And to get that idea across 250 employees is not an easy task. You know, you have to find a way to make it work with every single mine. And so they'll get your idea and make it their own. Mm -hmm. it's a lot of work it sounds like it yes yeah and just touching upon that how did you deal with that because people are not into change um and especially if there's any type of like i've been in certain companies where um if i propose something it got resistance because like who are you to say that we're gonna do that you know or Mm -hmm. how do you deal with change how do you convince how do you get them to all comes and say okay yes we want to work towards making this idea come to life yeah um it 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 is it is not easy um but i i think you have to pick the right moment and the right words it all depends on the recipient right who 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 are you talking to and you have to really learn how that person thinks Mm-hmm. And I think in, in that aspect, I, I became pretty good at it um, and how to present things, when to do it. And also, like, like I said, try to make it their idea. Not right. Your, right. You can be selfish. Yeah. You can make it like, I think is this is the best. <laughs> but, you know, what if we've out, you always get their opinion. I think that works for me so far so good (laughs) so far so good yeah yeah and um so when you um you are working for a a company um or you've had experience with out-of-state agencies um Mm -hmm. just out of curiosity how do out-of-state agencies see the California market I think they see the numbers they see the stats Mm -hmm. they see the opportunity uh, they have all the data, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they don't understand their culture. You know, we're yeah. a different type of people yes. or a different type of state, you know. We like, are. <laughs> we are our own world. Um, so they get really surprised by it. It's it's um it's it's something very difficult for them. It becomes very difficult. Can so, you give some examples yes, of like yeah, what please. was shocking or what was like, wait a minute, why isn't it working here? It works so well in our state. Yes, and, and I think it's um, the laws. Laws are very different here. Well, here we have to be very careful with, right, with our customers. We have to really cater to them. Right. And, and whereas in other states, it's, they're so harsh on it that they don't really have that need because the state take care, takes care of that. There's, they will suspend their driver license. That was, when I heard that, I was like, what? not having insurance yes just because your insurance cancel and i was like oh my god that's that's crazy and that, that's not hard of for us so it's, it's just very different it's different laws that either it's in in that sense i think it's a disadvantage for us mm-hmm. and it's it's a lot of it's, it's a lot more work that you have to put into yeah. what about the client themselves are they also different yes <laughs> you're like yes <laughs> it's unbelievable we you know even when we were speaking spanish different the words we use and it's just it's different honestly to me california i love california 
is my is my is all I know really. Um, but I got the opportunity, like you said, to know other states' uh, culture, and it's very different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love California too, and all the insurance pros in it. <laughs> so, <Yes. laughs> so based on that experience that you had, our state and the and the different ways they do stuff there, contrasting to California, in your opinion, what is the biggest issue we need to fix in the insurance, in the California insurance industry, and what can be a possible solution? I think that's actually it. We need to be a little bit more harsh. Uh, I think the state has to regulate, have to regulate uh, insurance, not insurance, but having insurance and keeping insurance um, a little bit more accurately. Um, I think we're behind on that. You know, we can't jump from zero to 10, uh, but (laughs) a little bit more accountability, right, for not having insurance, for being... We, we get that, those stories all the time. It's unbelievable, you know, someone hit someone else and didn't have insurance. And you have to think about why is that happening? If if the resources are here, you know, we have it, we have the technology, mm-hmm. we, we can copy it from other states. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why just we're not there yet. Right. Uh, hopefully we will yes. be soon. And, yeah. it's super, and it's super interesting that that is that exactly word that you use being more accountable, I guess, you know, the California Department of Insurance is awesome in the sense that they have been really a pro consumer agency for the longest, but unfortunately, the unintended consequences of that is that you know that we don't really have this sense of, uh, you know, take some of the responsibility, in, you know, it's, yeah. it's all yeah, very, not very well distributed, let's put it that way. I um, actually was really surprised when um, a long time ago, I learned that credit gets run in other states to get insurance. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. Um, so, you know, the price of the insurance, whether you can qualify for the insurance, all of that is based on your credit. And I found that to be like quite shocking because I thought it was like, so strict but at the same time i've seen correlations between um your credit score and the amount of risk that you engage in <laughs> so the, the the statistics are very interesting and i'm not saying that's the way to go but um it, it might be it might be, yeah. it might be or it might not be but we just need to get a little bit more strict on it yeah, yeah, definitely. And, we, and like I said, we have the technology. Mm-hmm. We just have to use it. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I agree 100% as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. So you're an agency owner now. Yay. Um, so that's really <laughs> exciting. Um, let us know how long, uh, like when you started the agency. And also, what are two pros and two cons? Like, what's what's been the hardest what's been the most amazing um you know rewards frustration tell us a little bit about your experience because now you're on your own (laughs) right (laughs) yes um to me it's always been like uh i treated the the other companies as they were my own um you can be certain of that until I opened my own (laughs) (laughs) and then now I see it, you know, it's, it's, it's more, it's a lot more work, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's also very rewarding. You know, every single piece of business that comes in every single right decision that you make and you see the results, it's, it's, it's like a party, (laughs) but at the same time, when you make an investment and now it's from your pocket, you know, and you have your, 
your money accounted for and now you're using it in something that didn't work if it, it, it feels it hurt sure <laughs> i'm not saying it didn't feel bad before but now it hurts a little bit more <laughs> yeah you gotta pay to play right sometimes if you really want to kind of scale up you need to invest in your processes your people um even personal development just to um you know be the best you can be for you're a leader now so you have to invest in yourself also definitely definitely yeah. but it is it is very rewarding it is very rewarding uh, it was great. before but now it's like time 10. <laughs> that's oh awesome my God. that's yeah. so ch that that's great to hear actually because you know I guess a lot of pressure, but yeah, the reward is worth it. Mm -hmm. So how you will define right now with all this experience that you have and how you will, what will, what will be your definition of success? Success, um, to me is to build a big team. I want a big, strong, strong team. I had them before. And to me, it's the greatest team in the world, obviously. <laughs> um, I want to build it again. I want to, I know I'm starting from zero, but um, I want to do it and I want to do it better. Obviously every time you, you, or every year in every company that you go to, you learn something new. Every, even every people you meet, you, you have just so much to learn. And now in this new journey, uh, I want to be able to apply what I learned, you know, and I, I want a strong team. I want people, it's, it's a different generation, I feel. Um, people want their own business. People mm -hmm. want to be entrepreneurs. And I feel like there is not a lot of opportunity to do that within a company. I want to change that. I know it's very ambitious, but... Um, it's awesome. It but is. it's something I want to do, you know? <laughs> now it made me very, very happy. And to me, being happy and successful goes hand to hand. You, you can't have one without the other. Oh, I love that so much. And you're going to help so many people because of that mindset. And I, I often tell a lot of individuals that, that feel like trapped in agencies. I'm like, you know, you can still be an entrepreneur as an, as an employee. It's about having the spirit, you know, and um, depending on where you work and what the pay structure is like, um, you, you could technically be working towards building your own book of business. And then you have a proper discussion with the leader and say, Hey, what if we did this? You know, but I tell them, I'm like, but you actually have to sell, <laughs> like you have to, you know, you gotta <laughs> give it a go, <laughs> but yeah, that's really great that you're opening that path up for people as well. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Hopefully, hopefully we're starting. Yeah, I love Hopefully it. One day. Yes. In your 17 years, also in your personal life, uh, perhaps, uh, what is the best advice you have ever received? Like, what is the consejo que le podrías dar a otra gente? I think two major ones, uh, they come to mind um, and, and they don't even know because <laughs> I've been given a lot of good advices. So, I mean, it's been a long journey and uh, I've, I've had great advices, but one of them was when I first started into the business, someone told me, you have to invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. you, you're very young. You look young. Um, so you have to look older. <laughs> you have to make yourself be, you have to be taken serious. Mm -hmm. um, and that goes hand to hand with uh, the way you dress. You make sure you look professional. 
all the time. And, and I think that helped me a lot, to be honest to you, and in the positions that I was offered. Um, so I think I think that may made an impact in my life. Um, and the other one was not too long ago, uh, and it was more of an example. Uh, I got the opportunity to work with um, an amazing person who owned multiple companies, and we were having discussions about insurance, and he will take breaks to handle all their businesses, and we'll come back and pick up our, our conversation where he left it. Yeah, and it was it was amazing to me to see that uh, it pushes you to work harder, right? Because you see how he was working. He was so humble. He was the most humble person. I, I one of the most humble persons I I've met. So it was just a quick reminder: work hard and always be humble, no matter the circumstances you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that would be the the most uh, important things I would say. I actually feel that you will also be that type of mentor to other people as well. So that's really great. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I cannot think of anything more ballsy than to basically open a business (laughs) during a pandemic. I mean, it's like, (laughs) whoa. She's like, you know, no big deal. (laughs) Wow, tener los tamaños. So, <laughs> so what the pandemic has taught you about yourself and what advice you will give to an agent that is like you hoping in, you know, opening his or her own agency even during this time? Yeah, I think that comes to show us all uh, the strength of our industry, right? Um, this pandemic um, showed us how our business, how strong our business is and how lucky we are mm-hmm. of being in it. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of people had to close their, their doors while we got to go to work still, right? right. And yes, I mean, it showed us a lot, but I think in, in the negative, look for the positive, right? And this was one of the positive things that came up. It's just reassurement. I mean, I already knew I love insurance, but it was just... Um, now you know why. <laughs> that is the best answer ever. I, I know. It's such I'm like, an oh amazing, my God, my yeah. heart just melt. Like, Because ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, come on. We always... Um, you know, I, back in the day, I was, when I would describe what I did, I, I, sometimes I would be like, oh, I sell insurance, you know? (laughs) And when I finally realized like this industry is never going to let me go, I'm like, you know what? All right, bring it. Like, let's, let's just embrace it. It's been good to me. It runs in my family. Like it's always like any situation I've always had a job because the license is gold. Right. So Mm -hmm. Uh, so yeah, thank you for sharing that. It is really, really cool that yes, you feel the awesome. same. It has been an amazing t- chat with you. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of me. Too. Absolutely. And if people wanted to, you know, find you on social or maybe um, on a website, where can they find you and um, ask you questions or buy insurance from you? Yes, anything that I could do to help to, you know, to other, with other agents. Um, uh, I have my website, eWayInsurance.com, uh, Instagram, eWay underscore insurance. Uh, 
So if, if I can be of help, uh, customers or like I said, agents, of course. Thank you. We'll put that in the show notes so um, you guys don't miss out on making sure to follow um, Zaida online um, or hit her up on her website. Um, but I do want to say thank you from both of us from the bottom of our heart for taking time out. I know you're really busy and uh, we really appreciate it. Um, again, this podcast um, show episode thing that happened out of COVID that we put together here is really to showcase badass insurance professionals in California. And we are glad to know you, Saida. So I'm sure we will be doing another interview when you have your multi-location company going. Um, and I can't wait to hear about it. Yes, yeah, schedule it already, okay? Okay, let's do that. Yes, <laughs> She's like, yes. uh, fourth quarter 2022. <laughs> <laughs> no, de todas maneras nos tenemos que ver para tomarnos un whisky. Sí. Hace falta, hace aquí, falta. Yes. <laughs> I love it. But yeah, thank you so much. Sí, Have a great gracias. rest of the day. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you want to learn more, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram as at Talking Insurance to Me. Let us know if you have a topic that you'd like to hear about. I'm Itzel. I'm Vera. We'll, we'll see, see you next time. time.